0: corner seventy six I will be commenting on issues that affect the human condition. To change the human condition we need to be engaged. I would love to hear from you thoughts on COVID nineteen and its effect on us. What are we now facing during and in the aftermath of COVID nineteen? Right now the only real defense we have against COVID-19 is physical distancing, hand-washing, and not touching our faces. All the experts tell us this will help flatten the curve, but we still see entitled idiots going about their lives as if nothing's wrong. You see them congregating in the parks and boardwalks. They are a danger to society and they need to be fined heavily for their actions. Many Canadians feel these violators should do jail time, but this makes no sense. We already have enough people locked up and these populations face the same danger. I sometimes wonder about Justin Trudeau. He seemed to be a new man. He addressed the country in what many considered to be a changed man who was up to the challenge of COVID-19. He recalled Parliament to pass strong economic measures to protect the economy. The first draft of the bill contained a provision that would allow the minority government to be able to unilaterally spend, tax, and borrow for the next 21 months without any need for parliamentary approval. This was defeated by the opposition and the bill was passed. Was this a way to try and overturn the election results? Trudeau has stated the carbon tax stays. He feels we still have to fight climate change. What? Reality does he exist in? We need our oil industry to recover. It's something that will bring back jobs, not only in the oil industry, but all the spin off industries as well. Canadians, including the liberal malcontents, need to face. The reality that fossil fuel fuels are still needed by the world until alternate energy sources are reliable the rest of the world still needs fossil fuels and canada needs to supply them we can't afford the loss to the economy particularly in this economic downturn look at what's happened to the stock market. A large number of medical supplies needed in this crisis are made from petroleum products, which includes the machines to measure COVID-19. We still have to get through this pandemic and it is a top priority that work with all levels of government to halt the spread of this virus. Once we get through this crisis, we have to look at why all levels of government and political persuasions failed to look at the many lessons and warnings for the 2002, 2003 SARS, and 2009 HINI epidemics. Almost 500 Canadians died and thousands were infected, quarantined, and hospitalized. Government experts pointed out overcrowded hospitals were not equipped to handle a surge of infected patients, a shortage of protective and medical equipment for frontline health workers, shortage of timely medical testing to track viruses, poor coordination and communication among different levels of government and data sharing despite all these warnings from 17 years ago they have all reappeared 17 years later all Canadians need to demand that we be prepared for the next epidemic it's not a question that it won't happen but when We can never let our guard down once the immediate crisis recedes. Polls indicate Canadians are satisfied with the response of all levels of government to COVID-19. Canada is doing better than such areas as the US, France, Italy and Spain. Unfortunately, we are not doing as well as other areas like Taiwan and Hong Kong. Were Canadian officials a little slow on moving on the pandemic? Was political correctness involved in the government's reactions to COVID-19? When China contacted the World Health Organization on December 29, 2019, about COVID-19, they claimed that the deadly coronavirus was preventable and controllable. Looking at the sequence of events, China finally acknowledged on January 20th, 2020, COVID-19 was capable of human-to-human transmission. Because China suppressed this information, it was too late to stop the global spread of this virus as early as January 29th, it was obvious that the Chinese had a problem on their hand. Canada was slow on acknowledging the potency of this virus. Political correctness got in the way of the actual reality. Our Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Theresa Tam, rejected a ban on travelers from China saying it was racism, discrimination and stigmatizing languages are unacceptable and very hurtful. For nearly a month or PM was more worried about how woke up he was on racism rather than safeguarding public health. Toronto Mayor John Tory said, allegations that the virus was spreading from China was fake news. He claimed we can't let fear or ignorance triumph over community values. A little bit of irony. An online petition was organized by a parent of Chinese heritage asking Toronto schools to recommend 17 days of self-isolation for travelers returning from China. Local school boards dismissed this as racism and hatred. Chief Public Health Officer, Dr. Teresa Tam, and her deputy, Dr. Howard Naju assured the public as late as February 26th, we have contained the virus, that while there would be some cases in Canada, there wouldn't be a major outbreak. Places like Taiwan, China, Hong Kong, Singapore, in Malaysia do not operate under politically correct delusions. Political correctness has no place in the face of crisis. Steps needed to be taken immediately. Wanting to stay alive and protect yourself is not racist. It's human. Prime Minister Trudeau did not close the border to non-essential traffic until March 18th. This was irresponsible. This was after five days of Health Minister Patty Hadjou declared closing borders as highly ineffective and probably making things worse. These things weakened Ottawa's credibility. Trudeau initially said, the illegal border crossings in Quebec would not stop. He only backed down because he can't force the issue on us because he doesn't have majority government. Trudeau has stated he has no intention of decreasing the proposed levels of immigrants over the next three years. Canadians need to tell their members of parliament that during this economic crisis and after the pandemic, Their number one priority is to get Canadians back to work. We need a review of the whole immigration system, the proposed levels and its economic effect on all Canadians. All Canadians are aware of the massive economic packages that are being made available in this crisis. We do need them but after the economy improves, we need to start paying the bills. It seems with all of the emergency economic passages, packages being put in place, it's glaringly obvious all our mismatch of federal and provincial programs that presently exist were of no real help. It's time now that a review of all social support programs both federal and provincial be looked at and maybe look into an annual guaranteed income plan to replace all these. This could provide an ongoing safety net for all. All Canadians must not let any government put programs in place that will bankrupt us. Plans that provide ongoing protection at a cost we can afford. I wonder if our federal politicians should forego their proposed salary increases and perhaps even take a reduction. All government workers who are paid to stay at home should help by taking a 25% cut to help. Salaries are a very large expense and this would help. Remember, government employees earn an average of 12% more than most of us and you have benefits and pensions. We should thank all our frontline workers, firefighters, health workers and police who are out there protecting us. Maybe we should start telling politicians that we need supplies right now to fight this virus. Tell them we need to make these in Canada and we want to go all out to get them. And in future We do not want them being outsourced, but rather produced in Canada. By the way, most of our supplies arrive by truck. If truckers walk out, we are literally screwed. I personally consider them essential workers. Show them some respect. How about all these coffee shops who claim they are here for us, but not there for the truckers? Let them use the damn washrooms and give them coffee politely. You would not be open without them. Shame on all you hoarders. I hope the fine is heavy. I would like to jail you, but circumstances won't allow it. By the way, have you noticed supermarkets have raised the price of a lot of basics? Or is it just me? If you see the same thing, As me, tell the supermarket manager. And if you have specific examples, publish them. We have a long road to recovery. But I don't think we can go back to the way we were. We might not survive the next pandemic unless our system changes and we are prepared. I believe we can overcome, but only if we all do our part. I wish you good health, be safe and I would like to hear your stories. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Joe's Corner 76. You can hear me on Breaker, Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and YouTube at Joe's Corner 76. Goodbye and good health.